of the Titans, the Mount Rushmore of players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello and welcome to No Butts About It. Today we are recording from a kitchen in Indiana. And before we start today's show, uh, it's been a while since we've talked with Memorial Day being on Monday. So I just wanted to uh, say that uh, I have heard about Jeff Gladney's passing. Um, He was only 25 years old, the Cardinals cornerback. Uh, definitely very sad um, thoughts and prayers f- for him and his family. Also, uh, yesterday, uh, former Cowboys and Bears running back Marion Barber was found dead in his apartment today by police, or yesterday by police. Um, we don't know the details yet that I'm aware of, and it's very sad to hear. He was only 38 years old. He does hold the record for, it's not a real record, but definitely is all in all of our memories of the longest two-yard run and the coolest two-yard run. So if you ever uh, want to see that, look up Marion Barber two-yard run. I'm sure it'll pop up. So uh, definitely just wanted to say uh, thought. Thoughts and prayers with them and their families. Definitely very sad. If there are any updates, we'll, of course, talk to you about that. And um, hopefully it wasn't anything illegal that was going on. Obviously, it's terrible either way. But let's move on. Let's move on to something a little bit better. And that is that the Madden cover... For Madden 23 has been released and ESPN or not ESPN EA has listened apparently to all the people who were saying it needed to be this and it is official John Madden will be on the cover of ESPN or of Madden 23 I don't know why I keep saying ESPN I apparently have ESPN on my mind for some reason But, yes, the late, great coach and analyst John Madden will be on uh, Madden 23, the game which bears his name and the game which he really wanted to push out, that he fought for so that people could learn how to play football and learn how to analyze football in the same way that he saw the game. Uh, If you don't know a lot about John Madden, he's definitely someone you should research if you want to know a lot about football. He brought 
so much to the game, and I could probably do an entire episode on it. But his passion, his even as an analyst, he was phenomenal. I don't really remember him as much because he retired when I was pretty young. But still, John Madden uh, still affects football today with this game in the way that he has changed um, the way that people are able to perceive the game because they're able to play the game and then watch those same plays play out in real life when they're watching NFL football. So, yes, John Madden will be on the cover of Madden 23. But uh, let's let's move on. Let's move on from people passing away or people that have passed away. And let's talk retirements. Today was a huge retirement party in the NFL. A lot of people decided that it's they're done. You know, um, they've played... They've contributed their share to the game, a lot of them in very big ways, and they're they're hanging up their cleats, they're hanging up their helmets, um, they're done. So the first one to do this, he actually did it yesterday, but he kind of kicked this off, and it was kind of a surprise because he's still pretty young. But Steelers defensive lineman Stefan Tuitt has announced he is retiring from the NFL after seven seasons. In a statement, he said, quote, With respect to the Steelers organization, my teammates and coaches, I would like to officially announce that I have come to the decision to retire from the NFL. I am thankful to have had the opportunity to represent the city of Pittsburgh for the past eight seasons and am blessed to leave this game with my health. After the tragic loss of my brother Richard and upon c- completing my degree from the University of Notre Dame, I know I am being called to move beyond the sport of football. I want to thank everyone for the love and support they have shown both on and off the field, and again want to thank the Rooney family, Coach Tomlin, and the entire Pittsburgh organization. It was an honor and a privilege to play for this historic team. Go Steelers, end quote. And if you know anything about Steelers football, they're going to remember him. Um, He's been with the team his whole career, uh, eight seasons, he said, and... Those Steelers fans, they're passionate, but they hold on to their long-term players in their hearts. They're going to remember him for uh, ever. I'm sure a lot of people have memories of watching him play, even though he was just a defensive lineman, quote, just an offensive lineman. Do you f- Ignore everything I just said. Quote, just a defensive lineman, end quote. There we go. I, I think that he definitely uh, probably had more in him, but obviously the loss of someone close to him is what uh, kind of pushed that decision. But good for him for finishing his degree. You don't see a lot of professional athletes doing that. Uh, Steph Curry just went back and finished his degree in basketball, so uh, having uh, s- some uh, football players doing that as well is pretty cool. And then today, today, Everyone just decided they were retiring. I think we're done for now, but I don't know. But uh, the first person to really say it was Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzmagic. Now, this guy is, he has played for so many teams. He's played 17 seasons of football. We kind of expected him to retire after he got injured. Uh, playing for the Commanders this past season. 
but the dude is awesome. He was never that like super elite quarterback, but people loved watching him. He was Fitzmagic because he just come in and somehow win in when it was least expected. Uh, he gained that name with the Buccaneers. Look up Ryan Fitzpatrick because Ryan Fitzpatrick is a guy you need to know about. I don't think he'll be in the Hall of Fame as a quarterback, but he's definitely someone who has affected the game and the fan bases of the uh, of the NFL. So to just run down the list of all of the teams that Ryan Fitzpatrick has played for since he is retiring now. He's was with the Rams 2005 to 2006. Bengals, 2007 to 2008. Bills, 2009 to 2012. Which, this past offseason, he was seen party... or No, it was during the playoffs. He didn't even wait. During the playoffs, he was partying shirtless during the playoffs uh, with Bills Mafia. So, uh, definitely has a connection to the Buffalo Bills still that's very clearly seen. Uh, Titans in 2013. Texans in 2014. Jets 2015 through 2016, Buccaneers 2017 through 2018. That's where he named, got kind of gained more of that uh, Ryan Fitzmagic name. And the Dolphins 2019 through 2020 when he was kind of in and out with Tua in 2020. And then the Commanders finally in 2021 where, of course, he injured his hip and Taylor Heineke stepped in. Uh, So Ryan Fitzpatrick, definitely a big name even though he didn't necessarily have a lot of success in the NFL. Definitely loved by fans. If you look at the uh, stats, he does have more career passing yards and more touchdowns than Steve Young, Troy Aikman, Kurt Warner, Joe Namath, and Bart Starr. Uh, Obviously, he had a much longer career, and he doesn't have the Super Bowl accolades that those players do. But, man, he is loved by the NFL. Everyone loves Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, A lot of people are kind of wondering what team he'll actually retire with. He might go and sign a one-day contract with one of these teams. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Bills, since he seems to have really uh, loved that fan base. And Bills Mafia is definitely a top probably five fan base in the NFL. And... They welcomed him, and he loves them clearly. So I really hope uh, the best happens to Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's such a smart guy. I'm sure this isn't the end of hearing from him in football. I think he'd be a great analyst, especially with all of these new TV contracts kind of uh, coming out for NFL. Maybe someone goes to him and asks if he'll be an analyst. I know... Uh, Kay Adams is moving on from Good Morning Football and NFL Network. I don't know if they found her replacement yet. Maybe they go to Ryan Fitzpatrick. And uh, we get some insight from him, the bearded wonder. So that's another name you need to know. This is your homework. Go and learn about Ryan Fitzpatrick and John Madden. Those are two people you need to know about. Definitely John Madden first and then Ryan Fitzpatrick, though. And uh, also, seven-time Pro Bowl offensive lineman Alex Mack is retiring per Mike Silver. So he just uh, maybe saw the Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, news and he decided to move on. 
He's also retiring. Definitely a hard position to play. And a lot of people are getting upset that he was called, um, that he was associated with the 49ers in this post. But the Falcons fans, I'll give the Falcons fans their love. I know that there is a listener in Atlanta. So, uh, Falcons legend Alex Mack is retiring. So, share share, uh, this with your friends, uh, Falcons fan. We are promoting Alex Mack as a Falcons legend. So, there you go. But this guy is definitely associated with the 49ers. Frank Gore. And I think he'd already announced his retirement, or it was at least very much expected. He's another guy who moved around to a lot of teams. And I didn't realize how many yards he'd actually racked up in his career over 16 seasons. But Frank Gore. Um, so here, here's just some accolades that Frank Gore has 241 games played 81 rushing touchdowns. He's a five time pro bowler and a hall of fame, all 2010s team. So he, he was one of the best players in the 2010s. I agree with that hundred percent. And you're here. You're going to see why, uh, Frank Gore in his career, had 16,000 career rushing yards. All of the five running backs drafted before Frank Gore in 2005 had 16,123. So Frank Gore had only 123 yet less career yards than five other guys combined. That is insane. That takes a lot of strength, a lot of toughness, the willingness to keep going out there and going for that extra yard. And here, let me just give you some guys here that uh, Frank Gore, the top, we'll just go through the top 10 all-time rushing yards real quick. Number one, Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer. Number two, Walter Payton, Hall of Famer. Number three, Frank Gore, we don't know. Number four, Barry Sanders, Hall of Famer. Number five, Adrian Peterson, we don't know. Number six, Curtis Martin, we don't know. Probably not a Hall of Famer. I could see Adrian Peterson being a Hall of Famer before Curtis Martin. Number seven, LaDainian Tomlinson. Definitely, he is a Hall of Famer. Number eight, Jerome Bettis is a Hall of Famer. Uh, number nine, Eric Dickerson. I'm pretty sure he's in the Hall of Fame. And number 10, Tony Dorsett. Also pretty sure he's in the Hall of Fame. So, definitely a legend. He's the third all-time lead rushing leader. Should probably be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not sure that he will be in the Hall of Fame since that he uh, doesn't have that Super Bowl win with him. But a lot of teams loved him. He played for the Colts. He played for the Jets. He played for the 49ers. I think he had a stint with the Dolphins. I don't have his teams written out here like I did with Fitzpatrick's. But Frank Gore, I know that when he was with the Colts, he was he was still he was kind of out of his prime but he's still like you could tell he was fighting for every yard he was fighting for every yard that he got and he didn't quit but uh he is signing a one-day contract with the 49ers to retire per his agency and that just shows a lot of respect again for he has for the fan base he played for them for a number of years and they drafted him back in 2005, which if you 
2005 is when Aaron Rodgers was drafted as well. So think about that. This guy has been in the league the same time as Aaron Rodgers, same amount of time, and he was playing a very physical position. He's running. He's getting hit all over, from all angles. People are trying to trip him. What a dude. Come on. Let's give it up for Frank Gore, man. Frank Gore. And, uh... I, I I don't think he'll be in the Hall of Fame. And that sucks to say because I wish that he was in the Hall of Fame. There are just too many other guys that I also think should be in the Hall of Fame that aren't yet. Like Devin Hester didn't get in. Special teams uh, returner, in absolutely insane. Devin Hester, probably the greatest uh, kick returner and punt returner of all time. Willie Anderson, an insane O-lineman. Chad Ochocinco, obviously there's some biases there. But maybe one day Frank Gore will be in the Hall of Fame. And he's definitely earned it. Uh, He has definitely won over the hearts of a lot of fans. Everyone who follows football knows the name Frank Gore. And that's because he's affected so many players he seems like he's a really nice guy I know that when uh, he was here with the Colts a lot of players said that they really enjoyed being around him and uh, it's it's kind of rough seeing these players that I grew up with watching all kind of retiring I mean so I was born in 2001 Frank Gore drafted when I was he was drafted when I was five. So uh, you've then you've got Ryan Fitzpatrick, Drew Brees already retired. We thought Tom Brady was going to retire. Peyton Manning retired. Uh, Jerome Bettis retired. All of these big names, all these amazing players that we looked up to, the players that we pretended to be at recess, you know, and they're all retiring, but. It's, it's not something bad. It's something that should be celebrated because it's the end of an era of football, but that also means it's the uh, era of new beginnings. And we have some new, new guys coming in who are looking pretty dang good. And so, yes, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, maybe those guys are leaving or close to leaving, but... We've got some guys like Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup. we got some young studs looking to make some moves out there. And we're going to be able to watch it and grow with them and hopefully uh, do some film analysis and uh, some commentary on those games and follow those storylines. That's the whole point of this podcast, really, is to follow these storylines because I think that football is so much more than a sport. I think that it has this unique thing where, yes, it's a sport and, yes, it's competitive, but it also has the ability to bring people together over wonderfully told stories of people's lives. And I think that that needs to be embraced more. I really love hearing about these players and hearing their struggles that they're going through because it makes them real. Because yes, they're still these elite superhumans. But the fact that they go through struggles makes them a bit more relatable. 
And that's what I want to bring to the table. That's what this show's about. It's also about helping people who don't understand football be able to follow these storylines and see these storylines. And yes, right now, we're just setting the stage. We're into episode, I think this is episode 23, and we're still setting the stage. We're still figuring out where all of our characters are going to be so that we can know who is going to have that big rivalry. We already know that uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos are going to be going up against the Seattle Seahawks for a little uh, revenge showdown. And that's going to be something we're going to talk about. So uh, thanks for following this show. Continue to share it because I promise, stick with me. It's going to get better. But we've got to talk about all this other stuff first because it's important too. The storylines are important. We are just in the exposition of the book right now. We're getting closer to the climax. We're less than 100 days away. And it's a good story. And we're gonna. it's going to bring people together. And we are going to uh, help spread some love through the sport of football. That is the goal. That's the goal of this show. Uh, so if you want to follow along with that goal... Please share, please follow, please subscribe, please do whatever uh, your various podcast listening app requires you to do uh, so that you don't miss an episode. So, Instagram, nobuts underscore show. Follow it because I post updates there. And if you enjoy the show and you love the goal, you like the goal, share the goal. Spread the love. And uh, do something nice to someone today. Uh, and if you're listening to this on Friday, it's a good Friday. Do It's Friday. Do something nice for someone. Buy someone a cup of coffee or something. Uh, so that's going to be all for today's show. Sorry I'm kind of tired. Uh, but And we're talking about retirements and people dying, sadly. But that's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, anyway, everyone have a great day. Have a great Friday. And I'll see you all on Monday.